You have proved that you fight well. Now you can join us. up everyone this is geo <clears throat> whoa, whoa, whoa. we're here with another episode of what a trip i got the boy kenny on this is a smoking from the sidelines of this and another show what up my boy how are you doing What's today up, brother shit you know we chilling on a sunday oh, fucking big sunday cooling bro honestly this is my sunday, favorite day to be honest sunday fun day but we didn't do shit so it was yeah fun. <laughs> hopefully hey, tacos later oh you know what some Not, little tijuana tacos well, I don't know. We're going to have to see what's up. Again. All right. We'll see. We we'll might. See. Uh, depending <laughs> on how late we go. No, no worries. All right. So let's kick it off. Let's talk about the last event that happened yesterday. Fucking arguably. Would you say arguably the greatest heavyweight was crowned last night? I would oh, say no. Probably. Un- undoubtedly. Okay. Undoubtedly. Um, I mean, the resume speaks for itself. Stipe Miocic once again. And still. And still. Um, I, I was riding with, uh, with Stipe. I don't know. Just something told me. Something told me he was really ready. You know, he had the answer. Like, when, I forgot who I was talking to, but when, all right, you know, the, the first fight, I felt like it was kind of a fluke. Not not a fluke, but he he caught him. Yeah. You know, he got poked in the eye, savage. They they called him apart. I felt like Stipe, being the fighter that he is, he wasn't fully ready to get back in, in <clears throat> back into that round. Went in and got clipped, you know, and, and still, and they always say it's those punches you don't see coming that knock you out, you know, and it just, he was in the clinch, came over with a nice overhand right and, and clipped him on the chin, knocked mm-hmm. him down, finished it off, right? Second fight comes around, he's getting pieced up for the first, what, three rounds, yep. maybe three and a half rounds. And he makes that slight, ad- or no, it's, I'll say three rounds. That fourth round is when he, when he took over. He find that adjustment. He he okay. realized he does a lot of hand fighting. Keeps his hands up, leaves that, you know, the bottom guard open or his body open. You know, that's where he was working it. So I had me thinking, like, you know what? If Stepe was able to adjust mid fight, what makes you think he's not gonna adjust off the bat? You know, okay. and uh, I don't know for some reason. Some some people seem to think it was two two going into the fifth round. I didn't I didn't have it that close to be honest. I felt like it was. Felt like it was pretty fairly one, like three one going into the into the fifth, you know. Like. Yeah, I was kind of, uh, I was a little bit surprised at that too when I started to see it break down like that. Did you want to finish your uh, like? Well, ultimately, I just I knew Stepe was gonna fight smarter. Mm. He he did, he did leave himself open at times, and he did make a lot of mistakes, and he himself got Caught. you know DC with, yeah. in the eye with a, a nasty eye poke. But um, should do it's the fight game, you know, and. And so they start really penalizing fighters for having their hands open up towards fighters. I mean, what can you do? Really, people are going to still do that. You know, these guys are just high, super high profile. You know, so I think that's why it gives more light. And I mean, that was the the narrative behind you know going into this fight was eye pokes, eye pokes. You know, yeah, I'm afraid so. to happen again in a big way. I mean, he fucking DC ended up tearing what his. His uh, cornea. cornea, yeah, yeah. So it was Damn. pretty bad too, and uh, he he was mad at Mark Goddard uh, at Mark Goddard for not finishing the fight or not like pausing the fight at least for the little break of the eye poke. Uh, but I thought it was cool how Mike, Mark Goddard afterwards he went on Instagram and like publicly like 
Cheers, brother. He publicly posted about like apologizing that he didn't notice it, that he didn't see it in the middle of the fight, but he saw it on the replay. So I was like, that's cool. You know that he did that. I, that's why I like Mark Goddard, one of the best out there. He usually uh, is pretty good about coming out and speaking. Like mm. Herb Dean, too, a little bit, especially as of late. But, um, yeah, those are two refs that always come out and they, I Give feel like side. they don't have to explain themselves because, I mean, their their word is their word. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, I mean, there's been times where we've had some pretty questionable stoppages and yeah. I feel like they go back and they, like, it, that's their job, you know? They go back and watch tape and they're like, okay, you know what? This is what I could have done different. Yeah. You know what? When they're fighting this way, I maybe I need to be at this angle. Yeah, and if you like can that, acknowledge it at least and, like, take it that you fucked up or you did something good or whatever, if you can acknowledge it and at least make it public to other people, I think it's cool to see, like, that side of the sport. Because you get another... We see all the interviews of fighters and, like, people in the background, but we don't really see the refs. And sometimes on a big decision like that or something you miss, you want to know. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, going back to the DC and Steep FI, bro, I had DC because I was like, oh, man. In my way, I kind of thought about it differently. I was thinking, well, he did so good in the second fight. And, he, like, he kind of figured out his formula to beat Steep in a way. But then he got caught and he didn't make those adjustments. Uh, but I felt like this fight, what he got caught up with was relying on one or two things too heavily. Like, he relied on that overhand, like, that, like, uh, the clinch that he gets all the time. He relied on that way too often, and then Steeper was so smart to, like, grab him up, push him against the cage, and just, like, nullify anything that he could do with that. Like, and he was, was like, getting clipped with those overhands, mm, but I think... Um, his chin is, yeah, is impeccable. It, or he would tuck it, you know, so he would get it on the chin bone or on the, on the, on the, on the, on the eyebrow or on the head or, you know... So he was getting hit with him, but mm. he wasn't getting clipped on the chin with him anymore. So he yeah. knew when I'm in this clinch, oh, you know, tuck my chin in. Yeah. You know, so it was a nice adjustment on that, too. Yeah, like he ate, he ate some shots. Like, there were pretty big shots. But at the end of the day, man, he just, like, the one thing, too, that I wanted to see from Steepit was more output. Like, more, like, put it on Daniel. Like, make him feel that shit. And he did. He did exactly that. But like you said, he came prepared this time. And I was like, damn, he, he impressed me to the point where I'm like, ah. Oh, I hope he stays, and I hope he, like, has another good run of, like, title defenses because then that means money for him now. Because after this, I feel like it gives him a big name, especially with everything going on right now. And then this is, like, the first heavyweight title since the coronavirus time. So I would say it's probably the, one of the six narratives right there. What, yeah. what do you think <laughs> about the magnitude of this fight and there being no crowd? Uh, you know, because well, I mean, this, is, this is supposedly the greatest heavyweight fight of all time. Yeah. This is... Uh, DC's going away party type shit. He's supposed to ride out on top. Yeah, honestly, know? I think we missed a lot of the the fans on there. You know, and like maybe it could have helped DC a little bit because Steeper wouldn't have heard his coaches so clearly, and he could have lost the game plan a bit more. But I think that fuck at the time that we're living through right now, I'm pretty sure a lot of people still ended up buying. You do lose a huge gate, but I kind of like this no fan thing honestly because it makes you really like appreciate the fight and hearing their breaths and shit like that it was like intense because there were some times where Sipo would grab dc up against the cage and you could hear the heavy breathing of them choking yeah it, it was just intense bro i was like ah, oh, it makes it, you so much into it one thing i like too is that um that you can you can hear all the you know all the contact you know all that stuff but you can really feel like like you said you can really feel the fight you can feel like oh you know like um like, we'll get into it later, but the O'Malley fight, you know, you can really mm -hmm. hear. I mean, that, I, we can hop into that right now, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think else? the last thing I have to say is, uh, I mean, Stipe is the greatest heavyweight of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, he can ride out on top right now if he wants to. 
If not, I mean, he has two wins on D- DC back to back. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, if he wants, he can set up another fight with Nganu, but that's, I think he that's don't have what's to happen. Though, you know, I think so. He don't have to because he won the first fight handily. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, so, if the only thing that Nganu could say is that he's had like four or five, four fights since I said, I think, and he has four wins. Uh, well, he, of course he has that fifth one too, where he got the loss, but. I mean, four wins is, like, pretty impressive, and he has, like, all finishes within two minutes, I believe, on all those fights. So you could make that rematch, and it could be a big rematch. Everybody loves Ngano right now, man. Honestly, he's... But those he's two wouldn't movies. sell, like, how... Yeah. Well, see, DC, it was, like, uh, it was like one-sided. It was, like, heavy, uh, it was like weighted on one side because I feel like DC carried the, the hype. You know, he was pushing, yeah. you know, and making it... Imagine a press conference with Stipe and Ngano. I mean, I can't, probably. I can't remember the other one. Yeah, I'll yeah. just tell you that. <laughs> All right, so let's go into Cheeto Vera versus Sean O'Malley. You want to kick this off, bro? You want me? Uh, yeah, dude, my boy, my boy Sean, man. Uh, Sugar show. It was the uh, Cheeto I'm, show. Shit, it, fuck, <laughs> it was the Cheeto show. Um, yeah, just disappointed, man. I, it, it sucks when you see a fighter get injured mid-fight and it affects the results of the fight. You know, um, even so, I mean. He was he was dealing with adversity and he was still landing some good shots on him. I think a lot of it was um, in panic or it, not panic, but it was like a reaction more than he was able to set up his. You know, once he was once he was kind of disabled, so to speak, he, it was kind of like, oh shit, I'm fighting on the back foot and I'm fighting with yeah. on my bad back foot, so I can't even. You know, so he was landing good punches. I feel like if he was able to press forward and do his do what he does, yeah, he beats Cheeto like handily you know if not finishes him that's how i think that's how good he was looking early okay and um yeah i mean it sucks uh watching it back i'm like you know what i think chito kicked him in that um in that nerve that runs right behind the knee right behind the the, the it's like right beyond the leg mm-hmm. you know it's like real tender right there you know and earlier i was kind of just making little jabs at it and i'm <laughs> yeah. like oh i can see because it, it sends like a shocking sensation it's kind of weird like, yeah, yeah yeah and so i can see oh shit getting, catching a kick as your legs fully extended that way you know i could see and then when you send me that video of uh a sohudo you know mm. and i'm like oh dude it's the same thing that nerve same kick the, too the foot just probably just went out and i mean we've seen it dude he rolled his his shit pretty nasty yeah you know what i think too is maybe that like after the kick it could have just been that small little oh shit i can't feel my leg but when you can't be able to move it and like place around in the right spots you lose your footing and then he ended up like going forward and like really stepping on it and like rolling his ankle and after that you could tell it was even significantly more damage and like he just didn't do too much like on the offensive. He couldn't even plant his feet really to get a good strike going forward. It was more counters and stuff. I think he should have shook it off more and not try yeah. to be so um, herky-jerky and bouncy on it like mm-hmm. he was. So that he can kind of regain that that blood flow to the leg or regain that the, the brain to the nerve. Yeah, functioning. it must have been damaged enough though because like right after two, he like you hear him scream like, oh, like fuck. But he kind of like grabbed his leg and shit. Like, like honestly... um. Cause I, I couldn't, you know, we were, we were a bit tipsy mm-hmm. last night, you know? So I couldn't remember the, the finishing sequence and I'm like, how did they get to the ground? So then we watched it back right now. I'm like, oh, you know, he fell back, kind of pulled guard in a way. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he, he was in his guard and landed up some heavy blows. So, uh, I'm not question I'm not questioning the stoppage, you know, I'm not even questioning the, the injury that much anymore, you know? So, uh, 
Uh, hats off to Chito. You know, I, yeah. I'm not seeing a lot of people are giving him praise, and I think he he needs the the respect. He he injured the, his opponent and finished the fight. I mean, um, O'Malley kind of looked out. You know, it looked like a flash flash KO, like he was yeah. out for a split sec and then came back. You know, you don't want to see a young fighter like that take too much damage. And you seen Herb, uh, he took the first two and was like, oh shit, and then he took the next two and for sure was done after that. Mm-hmm. You know and that's it. I mean, this guy's a young young career. He's what twelve oh. fights in, thirteen fights in, yeah. or whatever. So, uh, you know, he has time, dude. Yeah, it's not boxing where you know somebody with an undefeated record is like once they lose, oh, they're done, they're washed, yeah. and shit like that. You know, and and not that they were padding his uh, Sean's record, but they were giving him decent fighters. And like I said, if it wasn't for this injury, you know, um, I think he finishes. Not finishes, but I think he beats Cheeto, you know? like uh, Yeah, honestly, I want to say I think Cheeto deserves respect. Like he said, like he, he did do what it took, you know? Like at the end of the day, he got, he he took a lot of leg strikes too. And at the end of the day, Sean, he fell to the leg strikes, you know? So he did what he had to do out there. I give him much credit. Um, a 9 and 10s, I, I could see people saying like he would lose to Ch- like Sean 9 out of 10, but like I feel like maybe a 7 out of 10, you know, a 6 out of 10. He's, he's a very, he's a really good, uh, like, fighter overall and he's getting a lot better every fight i feel it i feel and um even with the last fight with song yudong there was just some things about him that i seen much better than his early fights like even with Pickett and stuff like that his hands were not as clean and he wasn't as confident with like mixing it up but now uh, i think he'd do really good bro but they're trying to match him up probably with marab diwalashwili and that would be a fucking hard-ass fight because Marab is just like a wrestler that's going to put you on your back and keep you down. And Cheeto doesn't really do too well off his back, honestly. I mean, he, Good on top position, he's, though. He's dangerous on his back um, as far as the submissions go. Um, but but I think Marab... different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was striking from his back. And, but Marab's ground and pound is not really there. But Dodson, yeah, last night was just, bro, he's too he's elusive. He's fucked, dude, yeah. I, I get it when they said, like, he only has, like, a minute and 30 seconds on the floor ever. And I'm like, the dude was popping at every single time. But that's the thing with Marab, bro. slippery, dude. I'm like, he, mm-hmm. even when he'd bring him down, he'd literally <laughs> lift him up. Lift him off the ground, bring him down, and he's just somehow just slips out of his grip, like... What the fuck? Like, this guy really is the magician, you know what I'm saying? Like, he gets... a small, agile, like... Yeah, I, dude, I mean... um, this doesn't look good on his takedown defense numbers, but yeah. I mean, he was no, actually, it did look good. I don't think he actually got him down on a, an official takedown. Yeah, I don't think. I think he got him. I think they gave him two takedowns, and they, I think he stuffed out of like, like sixteen out of twenty. Oh, was it out of twenty? Twenty, wow. at, twenty <laughs> attempts. So he landed two out of yeah, two out of twenty. Right? It's insane. Yeah, let's. I'm. You know, I'm gonna pull Damn. a fight up. All right. But so yeah, you want to so, talk about the Herbert Burns fight? Or you want to talk more about the Dodson Marab fight? Um. Sh- well, I think we skipped over the Burns to go to Marab really quickly. Of course, we actually uh, skipped over Jarzinho and JDS. Oh my God, Jarzinho and JDS! <laughs> how how boring? No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that boring, but it was a um, slow paced fight at the beginning. JDS, so kind of doing what he has to do, move around, be sharp with the boxing. Jarzinho was landing some pretty big strikes, like strikes on him, and then once he put him to sleep, though, man, just heavyweights making contact uh, on each other is just you know devastating. I wasn't sold on Jarzinho. You know, even prior to Nganu, and then when I see Nganu knock him out, I'm just kind of like, whoa, fuck, Nganu does that shit to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, JDS, that's a good test for him. You know, I thought Overeem was a good test for him because, and I thought he was losing. That's why I wasn't sold yeah. on him. You know I thought he, he was losing too. He lands that one punch and and knocks out uh, Overeem. 
But I'm like, so I'm not sold. I'm like, oh, he got that's a puncher's chance. He was getting beat, you know. And then I'm like, oh, JDS, that's a good, that's a good matchup. I was like, you know, his boxing is super clean. He's dangerous. You don't want to get hit by him. So the first round was kind of like they were filling each other out. They hit each other with some little bit of shots. It was kind of like you said, it was kind of boring. But I think they were both tentative because they were coming off knockouts, you know. So Jarzinho's coming off a knockout. JDS coming off a knockout to the same man, mm-hmm. you know. So they're like, you know what? Let's fill each, they were kind of filling each other out, and they were kind of it was looked like just a point point match at at, at one point. And I think uh, second round he 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 hurt him, and he just I like I like that he was aware, you know, like I need to stay back, you know. JDS is dangerous no matter yeah. what. Boom! I heard him. Oh, I got it. This is my this is my window. Yeah. If I don't take it, like we're gonna go to decision type shit, you know. So I liked his awareness on that's very true. His, very uh, true. On his uh, pulling the trigger on, on finishing the fight. You know? Yeah, I thought it was interesting too that he um, for one accepted the fight because they're teammates and they've trained together before. He he was saying that uh, JDS was actually one of the first people that was nice to him when he went into the gym, and uh, he had some trouble maybe accepting the fight. But uh, you can't deny a fight like that against a guy like JDS who can bring your career up. And Rosenstrike has honestly fit himself into a good position in the in the division, bro, because he's kind of had all-star fights. And, like, I feel like he's had big fights. Like, the Overeem fight was a big fight to me. The Engano fight was a big fight to me. This JDS fight's a big fight. So he's getting big names now, right? Right after that Arlovsky fight, too. So he has four good names on his record that, like, even though it's wins and losses, he's been fighting top competition this whole time. So he's going to be able to be, like, either a gatekeeper or someone that's going to, like, be right there, honestly, just as about as good. But I have trouble seeing him beat a guy like Ngannou or Stipe at all, man, honestly. I don't know where this would fit him on the division, but what do you think about the matchup with him and Derek Lewis? Um, nah. Derek Lewis is up there in the top, top, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not elite level, qual- you know, quality fighter, but he's up there as far as, he, what he's done, who he's fought, you know. So I think I'm gonna have to go with like Jarzinho fighting like a like a Volkov, okay. fighting like a maybe even like a Hardy, you know. So do you give him like someone that's lower still, just to yeah, like I'd still build him, build him a bit more. Yeah, because with heavyweights, dude, like that's true, man. You know, it, there's there's only so many people up there, you know, and you don't want to rush them, you know. So I mean, look at um Ngannou, he got rushed up to the top. And lost twice in a row, you know? So that's why it sucks that they're making him fight so much to get to the back up to the top because yeah. that's how it is, you know? Um, Especially when a fucking trilogy takes three years. I want I, I hate to call people's retirements, but I think JDS needs to hang it up, you know? He's already up there in age. He's already been getting knocked out his four, last four fights, you know? And it's like, dude, I don't think you need to be... He's been knocked out three times in a calendar year. That's... What I um what I heard on the press conference, you know, so they asked they asked Dana like, oh, are you gonna have that talk like you had with a talk with Chuck Liddell? And he's like, uh, we're, we're, he's I don't like to do it right away. I, I usually like to let the weeks kind of go by, and he goes Tuesday's the matchmaking day, so you know we'll see we'll see what's up then, you know. But I I don't I think JDS would still good would do well um with like lower competition, but do you really want to be finding lower guys for? Like, you know, for nickels and dimes, you know. Froze. Oh no! Oh, wait, this one froze. Is that a froze? Wait, oh no! Nah. It's a Pacifico. It's a Pacifico, right? <laughs> that was not frozen. Uh, yeah, how long was that in there, dude? I have no idea. It was the same exact time. 
Don't forget about your beers that you leave in the freezer, bros. I know. All right. That's dangerous. <laughs> you would open the freezer. Oh my God. We left a champagne bottle. A fat. They bought a fat ass champagne bottle, like the big ones, like more than thirty two ounces or whatever, right? And uh, they they was in there, and like I opened the fridge one day, and I'm like, what the fuck happened in here? It was like ice everywhere, like all splattered around the fridge. It looked like something just like went off. And I looked into the fridge, and there's the fucking broken, like half broken champagne bottle. With glass kind of like everywhere, kind of like fucking iced onto the fridge. I was like, oh my God. Right after that, the fridge broke, to be honest, right after that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, maybe some shit happened, honestly. Damn. I have no idea. But, but well, yeah, back to the card. Uh, so yeah, Jarzinho, I, I want to see him fight some some other up and coming guys. So uh, before that, we had Herbert Burns and uh, Daniel Pineda. These guys got moved up to the main card because. Um, who fell out? Uh, Kutalaba and, and uh, oh, Ankalaev because Kutalaba tested positive. Thankfully, they were rescheduling for like two weeks, I believe, or like something like that. Yeah, I mean, that fight, fuck, dude. That shit keeps falling out and falling out. <laughs> it's cursed. Yeah, shit. But anyway, um, so we got Herbert Burns, uh, Gilbert Burns' brother, you know, um, another up-and-coming guy that was kind of being hyped up because of what his last name is and his two finishes in the UFC. So this guy came in and literally just caught him in a crucifix position and just and fucking finished him, dude. Like yeah. he didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know how to get out of it, you know. And that that position's a motherfucker, you know. That shit sucks. But um, I seen Bisping post a video today on Twitter, like how to get out of the um, how to get out of the crucifix position. But I, I didn't finish watching the video. Oh no, for I was so wondering. I, I was like, how, I kind of was a little bit surprised and put back that he actually got put in that position considering he's a, like a jujitsu specialist, you know? I mean, I don't I don't think maybe that's a position that's really drilled or that's co- too that common in jujitsu. Yeah, maybe. But I don't think not that it's not common, but maybe that it's just a position he doesn't see because yeah. like there's only so many submissions from that position. So I can't really see them drilling it as much. Yeah. And really, I mean, that's like a dominant, like you see GSP use that. You see Matt Hughes use Shevchenko that. Shevchenko most recently. Yeah, most in recently my mind. with uh, Chukagian. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that position's a motherfucker, dude. You know, yeah, and for sure. catching b- and bows to the to the face. Is, and he was getting busted up. Herbert Burns was cut up, you know, and he was getting beat the fuck up with these elbows. Th- and thank God the ref stopped it because if not, he would just He been couldn't get out such, of it. Yeah, Literally, so he much told more him, damage. get out, get out. And he couldn't roll out and he was trapped and. Dude, those are just terrible. I, I kind of felt bad at one point just watching him get those blows raining down on him. Yeah, kind you, of. You're defenseless. Like, you're just looking at it at the punches. Kind of a lackluster, less look, lackluster performance. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll just skip on to the next one. Marab and uh, John Dotson. We kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, fucking motherfucker's a scrambler. John <laughs> Dotson, that's all I got to say. Recap on that. Same, pretty much, man. <laughs> uh, Jim Miller and Vince from hell Pachel in the what do you call this the that's headliner? the featured prelim the free the featured prelim i forget what the fuck it's called all the time but yeah um that one win a decision credit to Pachel for staying off uh his back pretty much defending all the takedowns that jim miller threw at him and being good enough on the feet to to get the win is all i gotta say about that what you gotta say bro um not so much of a a highlight of a of a fight but um yeah, I mean, it was good. Uh, demis- uh, uh, fuck, dude, I can't speak today. God <laughs> damn. Smacking. 
It's the joint, it's honestly. Beers, dude. <laughs> joint in the beer. Uh, what'd you do? What'd, what'd you put in that weed, uh, bro? But yeah, the his submission defense was was pretty damn good, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't too much to to really speak on that fight. I and mean, it was a good win for for Vince. Um, Jim was, Miller's a big name, mm-hmm. and uh, just another another win, really. Yeah. You know? So we can just move on. Yeah, he was talking about how um, he was like uh, with the Gillespie fight, how he wants the Gillespie fight back because. He's like that one. I just got dominated on the wrestling. Like he's like, I didn't really respect his wrestling. He was like, I was focusing more on striking because I knew that, quite frankly, his shit was trash. <laughs> that shit made me. That shit made me laugh, bro. I was like, oh. all right. So, yeah. what do you think about uh, this next fight? It was a, uh, Doba? Janderoba. So Janderoba just, um, going into the fight, I was like, hmm. Let me put some money on Janderoba by submission. Rango in the cut, bro. And, uh, <laughs> bro, I don't know which direction she was looking, but she fucking was in there like a fucking chameleon. Yeah, and like she Rango. Had, uh, she was on to everything that Felice Herrick was doing. There was no blind spots. No blind spots. But anyways, continue your story. Matt. Honestly, I was about to say that it was kind of slow in the beginning. Um, She ended up getting the submission and... In a minute and a half or some shit. Oh, right? okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So instantly, in the fight starts, and she just dives for an ankle, and I'm like, "Up, oh, it's there's my money." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cashed in real easily because, uh, yeah, dude, she was a like a, I think it was a two and a half to one, uh, no under uh, like the odds for her to get a a, a submission was uh, two to one pretty okay. much. Okay, and um, so I was like, oh, "Let me throw a little money on this real quick," and uh, yeah, I ended up got ended up hitting my bet. But yeah, so she got submitted with an arm bar. Just they were dry. Um, you know, it's easier to lock up submissions when you're not all sweaty and shit. And this girl's just a savage. Dude, she was a former Invicta champ. You know, she's 16 and one. Her only loss, yeah, her record's good, is because she came in short notice and she lost to Carla Esparza. And Carla, you know, is just going to take you down and grind you down, you know? So oh, wow. on short notice, that's not. I would. I mean, if I were her, I'd be like, <clears throat> I'll take the winner of uh, Sparza and uh, who is it, Gedalia that are supposed to fight? Yeah. Next, so it's like fuck it. You know, dude, they, take- hey, they released some really good fights recently. I don't know if you've been watching. Oh, any dude, junkie, I've been, We'll talk about mm-hmm. this at the end, but holy shit, there's some good. There's ass a lot fights, of good man. bookings coming on, brother. <clears throat> but yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, good submission. She ended up winning uh, performance of the night. Got another fifty k. Yeah, I like that girl, honestly. Uh, then TJ Brown versus Danny Chavez. You said, someone said that Danny Chavez is a Mexican Robert Whitaker. No, the Colombian uh, oh. Robert, yeah, yeah. Robert Whitaker. Uh, yeah, he fought really good, man. Good I see his boxing was solid. Um, This was uh, this ended up winning fight of the night, I think. No, Kamaka and Tony Kelly won fun of the night. My yeah. But, and um, that was a great fight to start. The yeah. Night. We'll I talk about that later, but that was a great fight. Um, Danny Chavez, I mean, he looked good, dude. I had TJ Brown thinking that maybe he was going to use his wrestling to get him down and he wasn't able to Travis uh stuck in there he was getting hit with some heavy shots and he survived and just outboxed him it was a it was it was a decent fight yeah it was more of a striking fight than anything else not really too much wrestling he was able to stay off his back nothing too much on the floor it was just mostly striking which is uh always appealing to see but they were throwing for the finish at one point, that guy, T.J. Brown, looked a little bit injured. I think, oh, his leg. His leg was starting to get beat the fuck up, and his shin was insanely bruised. Yeah, Chavez kicked like, his oh. leg to shit, dude. Mm-hmm. He just chopped that leg up. He was having some big trouble with that. And then uh, let's go to the Ashley Yoder versus the 
Livia Souza fight. I'd rather not. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty boring. Did he go to decision? Yeah, did, yeah, did. We got that. Uh, well, that she looked like the character from Meet the Robinsons, the little sad kid. That's why I just I remind er, I uh, remembered it. <laughs> Fuck, I can't speak either, bro. I'm so, smacked right now. The uh these damn dude they, I mean we had a lot of debuting guys so it's kind of hard to like keep up you know but this yeah. guy Chris Dawkins is uh the brother of Kyle Dawkins who made his debut not that mm-hmm. long ago um these two heavyweights uh Chris Dawkins versus Parker Porter uh just two big fuckers coming in and swinging <laughs> uh Dawkins got a clean finish this all right so this Dawkins kid actually looked pretty good. He, he was doing some decent combos, mm-hmm. and he was hitting them, and he was uh, composed. Probably a professional kickboxer. I can see him maybe, uh, now that he wants some decent money, uh, getting into this thing and maybe in investing in some uh, nutrition and another strength and conditioning coach and mm-hmm. maybe lose some, shed some more weight and build some muscle on top of all that. That uh, No, yeah. Because he, he looks like a big dude that can bro. put on some He said he had muscle. to uh, lose all that weight to get to where he was right now, right? And then on top of that... I think today he went back to work. I guess he works as a police uh, a police officer in Philadelphia. So oh, he wow. went to back to work today, and I was like, wow. So maybe he's just, now that he's in the UFC, he could take it a little bit more serious and actually Or maybe it's it. like a Trevin Giles type of thing. Where you never know, yeah. Fighting is their part-time thing. Yeah. You know, so. Be like a vol- Oh, fuck, that's crazy, though. To have a, a job like a police officer, where that's like a high-stress situation, and then I mean, you maybe. I mean, live you can be like Forrest Griffin. You can be like Forrest Griffin, not give a fuck, and just yeah. quit your job and go. I'm gonna go live in a house with a bunch of dudes, and yeah. hopefully, I win this show and get a contract. Yeah. <laughs> bro, that's that's what I would do. That's I'd be like, fucking fuck it, wild. Try to live the dream. That's crazy because the whole it. time, dude, this whole Ultimate Fighter thing, these motherfuckers are getting paid nothing to fight. Yeah, bro. Even now, and there was an incentive like, oh, we'll give yeah. you five grand if you get a finish. And back then, yeah, hell yeah, dude, I'll finish this guy. And they got a young know, 5K, yeah. Now it's like, dude, you know, people on the contender series fighting just to get a contract. You get your ass whooped. Both of you guys go home and fucking you guys don't get shit, you know? It's, like, it's for man. free for free? Yeah, dude. No pay at all. Contender series do not get paid, dude. But I mean, at I, least get, I get it. From, as I far as, it, I know, as, yeah. far as I know. If you show out, you have the opportunity of a lifetime. You know, you get you really get a I, shot to. Be I don't know up if there. there's a signing bonus when you get signed to UFC. I don't know. I don't know any of that. But there's been some pretty good like people that have come come out of the contender series so far. I mean, a couple of my favorites so far has been a uh, Jim Miller or sorry Jim Miller fucking uh, Jam- <laughs> Jamal Hill. Jam- oh yeah, dude. Jamal Hill is one of my favorites so far. He caught a suspension, dude. I know like, him and Tim Elliott and someone else um, fucking smoking Violent weed. Bob Ross. What's his name? Fuck. Oh Luis yeah. <laughs> Was yeah. it um because I think you have to do it within like a two week period of your fight. Well, you can't you just smoke. can't have certain amount of THC in your metabol- system. Met- metabolites, or I don't know. <laughs> metabolites. <laughs> metabolites. Hey. hey, teamwork, teamwork with the, with the save. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can't have too much THC, I guess, in your in your system. Um, you know, I guess I don't know how soon they test you or like prior to, like prior to the fight or it's like day of day mm. before. Who fucking knows? But um, or I think they test you before the fight and afterwards. And but I don't know. Long story short, I guess they had enough THC in their system, and the Nevada State Athletic Commission, um, is going is suspended them. So it's just weird because it's not USADA, it's the state commission, but it's legal in their state. Yeah, I was about to say that, it, so, and you can't really say it's a performance enhancing drug. I mean, 
I suppose. I don't know. Look at the like, Diaz brothers, bro. Those motherfuckers get beat yeah. up. They be high as shit sometimes, though, like fighting and shit. Well, that shit's like a ultimate painkiller. <laughs> yeah, they just don't even feel it. They're just zoned into whatever they're doing. <laughs> but honestly, um, yeah, I can't even. Yeah, I can't even imagine why people like that would get like a still violations for just smoking weed like that. Just let just, them smoke, brother. Yeah, that's like drinking beer to me now. Like but that. I guess it's at the I same mean, level right now. If it's that serious to you, I mean, these guys were taking short notice fights, you know. So at that, it's like you kind of. You know, if they're doing cocaine and ecstasy, dude, you got to understand, you know, you gave them two weeks. <laughs> what if someone, like, pulled up to the ring, like, drunk or just they had drank? See, you know, I heard about that. I don't know if it's illegal to be drunk during a fight. Could that that would make no fucking sense because I, I, I was dude, hearing about, wild. like, GSP. He would say that he would go train with these guys in Thailand. And when he would, uh, a lot of them would be drunk as fuck, smoking, like, cigarettes right before their fights. Yeah, and then they'd go into Thailand. the fight. Yeah, that's Thailand, though, yeah. <laughs> You know, this is, I don't know how it is. That's a, that's literally a jungle, you know, so. When the fighting game happened, though, at the beginning, I'm pretty sure shit was like that, though. Like, people would be like, fuck it. Let's go however. Stone Cold Steve Austin these beers real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I could see, like, someone like Ed Herman or, like, uh, yeah, uh, you know, like Roy Nelson, <laughs> for sure, like, cracking some beers before they go. All right, so let's talk to about the last fight on the card, which is uh Actually, Kamaka. the first fight on the card. Oh, well, yeah. But, we went in reverse <laughs> order. Kai Kamaka, uh, the Hawaiian dude coming in um, with a decent record. You know, he was eight and two or seven and two. So, um, but the Tony Kelly guy looked pretty decent for having fought since 2016, I think. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. They said. So, um, I mean, Kai just looked, he was just a younger guy. Not a lot of head movement. So when he was getting punched, he just, he just got, looked tired by the end of the fight, you know. So I'm kind of surprised this got fight of the night, but it was a, it was an uh, entertaining fight while it was yeah high pace. it was high paced you know yeah that's the thing Short it notice. was high paced all the way through the third round and then he, they did get a little bit tired in the second round and thankfully they got the break of so, the bell all right we got to kind of tamper like or yeah temper our uh, expectations when it comes to these short notice guys because yeah you know their gas tanks may not all would be there you know so but other than that it was it was a decent night of fights I wouldn't I would give this like a B. Like a solid B, maybe a B minus. It's pretty disappointing because it's a main. Uh, it was a pay per view card, yeah. so it's like ah fuck, we really lost something in this. I mean, next week's card, we'll just go into that really quickly. It's gonna be Pedro Munoz and uh, Frankie, Frankie Edgar. Frankie yeah. Edgar. There's some yeah, right boy. fights on that card. Uh, what your boy Danny Rodriguez is gonna be on that card. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, from LA, right? Yep, yeah, that boy tenth, himself, tenth planet. So I got um, who you got on the main event? Frankie, you got Pedro. I got uh I got Frankie Loki. You got him. Okay. I'm a I'm a stick with my boy. I seen a video today. I well, honestly, this is so long ago, but I just seen him knocking out Chad Mendes earlier, and I was like, ah, oh, my boy was clean back then. It just maybe gave me some faith in I him. I mean, he fucked up uh Yair Rodriguez not that long ago with the wrestling. But isn't Pedro Munoz kind of good at re like wrestling, like his takedown defense? He's a he's a he's a black belt. You know, yeah, because I remember when I seen him against Aljamain, like he didn't have too much trouble with uh, on the floor. Like he was having just trouble with Aljamain's hands for the most part. You good on that, bro? Yeah, but um, after that, who? I mean, who do you have? I got Edgar. I Edgar? think he. I think he can box him out. Hell yeah! I yeah. think he can stay composed enough to where he can just use his good feet work, and he's gonna be lighter. I hope he doesn't deplete himself because he's been waiting for this yeah. to fight this guy for like months now. 
he's going to Bantamweight. This is his debut, yeah, right? So I've, oh, I yeah. feel like we've been waiting for his debut for a long ass time. You they know, were so. scheduled on the card previously, right? Like a couple weeks ago. Like they were two scheduled weeks ago. on like two pay per views. Not you know, so it's already, you know, Frankie's just that kind of guy. He's either a co main, um, co main on a pay per view, or he's a main event on a fight night. You yeah. know, so it's either or. And um, yeah, he's a he's a, a on a, a main event on on this fight night next week, and um. We'll see what the fuck goes down on. Yeah, this shit. I don't think his I don't think his chin's gone. I think he's just fighting the top of the top guy because dude Edgar has a name. You know, he's a former yeah. champ. Um, so he's just he's just that dude. You know, he's fought fucking Aldo. He's fought fucking um, BJ Penn. You know, yep. you just name it, dude. He he's fought these big fucking and games from one fifty five all the way down I mean, to his now, last fight, dude. Being zombie, you can't. Yeah. Come on, we knew we knew. Going into that fight, we're like, oh, this is not good for Frankie. Like, Late notice against the fucking killer who's been preparing this whole time, having a full camp. you fucking been off but, a couple of knockouts already. But see, all that narrative in Korea, knocking out a zombie, oh, you're back in the title. Yeah. Back in the title picture. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. unfortunately, that's not how things shook out. And um, my boy just got murdered in, <laughs> in Busan. <laughs> yeah, honestly, he took that train to Busan and was fucking, he got ate by the zombie pretty much, man. Um, Zombie. the next fight is gonna be uh, Menafield versus another heavyweight in OSP. Oh yeah, Alonzo Menafield. This guy was uh, off the contender series. Contender series yep. as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm really liking that contender series, dude. Uh, I like that they're bringing up a lot of these guys and they're bringing them from promotions that are known, like LFA, LFA, like Cage Warriors. You know, shit like that. Mm. You know, it's like hell yeah, we get to see some high level fights. You know, so. I like that they're bringing these prospects up, you know, and through that, even though, like I said, we kind of were shitting on it that they're not getting paid for shit like that. Mm. Um, you know, they're still getting an opportunity to show themselves because I'm sure at these regional scenes, how much are they really getting paid? You know, exactly. so they're like, fuck it. I'll take a free fight to have a chance to win mm. a, a, a contract with the UFC, you know, and it's like ultimately when you're a fighter, dude, that's like the goal because that's the big league right there, yeah. you know. So. And for five fans like that, people want to watch during the week and shit. You get an extra thing to watch. Like you get this full fight card. Bro. Well, you get a five a little fight card and you uh, actually get to see some really good athletes for the most part. Sometimes you get some disappointing fights, but that's with any card. Um, but you find some really good talent and then they give you a backstory to them too, which is cool because you get to see like what they were doing with their life or like what this means to them to win or, you know, like to get forward. It's it really like the connects ultimate you to fighter super compressed. Yeah. yeah in, a day, in a weekly TV show. I, I like that, that, um, you know, the, I think we have 10 weeks. In I was going to say, how much do they do it? Like, how, are they going to do continuous for yeah. another couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. 10, 10 consecutive wow. weeks. And uh, I think we've had two so far. So um, last contender series, we had all five uh, winners. Contracts. Yep, signed. And I think Dana was just in a good mood. He kept saying, "I just got back from vacation." Yeah, you know. And there were some decent fights on there like that. Um, who was that one kid, dude? Um, Dead Laramie, TJ. Nah, the other guy who got the knockout. Uh, Adrian Pineda. Yanes. Oh yeah, yeah, Yanes, the young guy, right? Yeah, dude, that guy, he fucking. He fucked that that uh that one dude up. He fucking, I think he got him with a with a two piece, cut the angle, boom boom, just mm-hmm. dropped him, dude. He was Clipped out him. on his feet, yeah. And then what I liked about him too is like it tells you his story and it tells you about how his dad got him into MMA and his dad was like the reason why he even took the first step into it. 
and his dad passed away recently. So, like, it really must have meant a lot for him to fucking get into the UFC. Like, this is the top. You when know? Uh, Laura Sanko was interviewing, you can hear she's like, <sighs> our guys, but back to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and it just goes to show, like, you know, like, bro, like, we're, we all have a heart and we all, like, it's yeah. cool that we can connect with these guys in, in, in some sort of way, you know? Uh, so. Of course, bro. And then, like, for the rest of the card that's um next week, like, Mariah. Oh, Mariah Agapova. You remember her, bro? Yeah, she didn't she get just get a, a armbar finish or something? She's a killer. Honestly, her on the feet, she's a kickboxing. G. Oh, she no, she rear naked choked uh, Cyphers. Uh, Hannah Cyphers, yeah, yeah, she was piecing Hannah Cyphers up, dude. And then uh, Shayna Dobson. I feel like Jess is back. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Shayna Dobson. I'm not too familiar with her. I feel like she might be making her debut. She's three, four, and no, that's like a rare <laughs> record to have in the UFC. Shayna Dobson. No, she's not making her you. Uh, her debut, but she is not good whatsoever. I mean, she's on a three-fight losing streak in the UFC. Yeah, um, I know she was yeah, on the yeah, Ultimate sorry. Fighter, but yeah, she lost. To, she lost to Roxanne Modafferi on the Ultimate Fighter. And then Sabina Maso. Yeah. So uh, yeah, dude, she's not the greatest. You know, Agapova. She's just getting a, a tomato can. You know, there's a uh, Daniel Rodriguez versus uh, Takashi Sato. That should be a good fight, dude. Yeah, uh, Sato's coming off that uh, knockout. Uh, I'm not, uh, yeah, yeah, he's coming off that knockout. This at welterweight, so this should be a good one. Daniel Rodriguez uh, kind of got exposed in his last fight, even though um, he got the win. He just uh, he got exposed. Like, oh, you take him to deeper waters, his gas tank his is not gas there. tank is just gone. Yeah, so yeah. I think. Uh, even though I'm riding with my boy Daniel, I think Sato has a very good chance of winning that. You know, he looked yeah. dangerous his last fight. You know, striking looks crisp. And then uh, so. someone else is going to fight on the card, at least that's a, that I know that's familiar with me, is uh, Austin Hubbard. He's going to be on the card as well. He was actually um, in a recent fight with that was very controversial. Had a lot of hype, or not hype behind it, but a lot of controversy behind it for the reason that Max Hopskoff. Ma- uh, Max Roshkoff. And Roshkoff. he actually uh, got released from the UFC. Mm, I saw that. You think they only signed him for like a one-fight contract? Nah, dude. They don't, they don't do that. I think They released a couple people recently. I think they seen. had to do something. Um, and then him quitting in the cage didn't help. I don't, I don't want to say that was the reason. It just didn't help. And, you know, if they're making cuts, they're like, mm. you know what? Well, we just made this new signing, and he quit in the cage. Yeah. You know what? It's easier to cut this guy. You know? That was all recently, too. And like, it's like, I mean, and, and not necessarily it's bad for him because he's still so young. So he can go fight in the regional scene and go mm-hmm. fight these up-and-comer guys and, and build himself again. Of course. Because he just lacked confidence in there because his gas tank just went out. You know, So he needs to go into deeper waters in these other regional scenes with these other guys that are... Mm. At his level, you know, so. And if he doesn't make it's it, not no bad shame. For him. No you know, shame, If he, he, I can see him coming back. You yeah. know, like, I think he was, what, like, 8-0 and o or 9-0 and o or, I don't know. Oh he, he, had a, he had less than 10 fights. I know he, that. He came out very well, too. He just really, really, like, he kind of won that first round, but then he just started losing at yeah. the end of it. Once he once he realized that, oh, shit, Austin. He's not a bitch, though. Austin Hubbard is not no, a dude, bitch. No, dude, he trains with uh, Gaethje and Dober yeah. and all those guys over he there. Magny. Lost, he lost to Mark Madison, but come on. like He's just Mark, not that high-level wrestler like Mark Madison. He's a fucking Olympian. Even then, dude, he took Mark Madison to deep waters and he yeah. got exposed. Yeah, exactly. So, so these guys who got the cardio, bro, it, car, cardio is king. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so. he's able to go through. Honestly, I think that's... Fight Gaethje has a cardio, honestly. If he I hear really puts on it. Uh, John Addict's <sighs> podcast... ABC always bet on uh, always bet on cardio. 
Always bet on cardio. <laughs> I could see that, dude, because so many guys, when it really goes to deep waters and they can, like, handle the pressure and they have a chin, if they could really expose someone else with just the cardio itself, like, some people can't take that pressure. They really can't, like, they, they fold. They fold. And you hear Bisping fold. say it all the time. You know, that's that's a fighter's biggest fear is gassing out. It's not getting knocked out because everyone knows you can get knocked out in any fight. It's gassing out and not being able to protect yourself. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's like, oh fuck, I can't keep my hands up because you're so my worried about breathing. Are fucking tired because yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about breathing. Yeah, so um, yeah. So with that, dude, I mean, you got anything to add for this week, bro? I got some good. I just want to talk about the cards coming up, and okay. that's about well, it. We got right some there. good bookings. Yeah, that's yeah, right. The bookings. I mean, I mean, uh, so one that I see that's new is the Edson Barboza versus Sadiq Yusuf fight. Yeah, I heard that's in the talks. So I'm not sure it's official. Is it official, official now? Official October oh. 3rd. I mean, or October 10th. At least MMA Junkie posts it, and usually nine times out of ten, they're Yeah, Junkie solid. usually waits because they're, yeah. they're kind of credited. They're credible, know, so. yeah. They're a credible source now. So that I think that's a really good one. Um, Edson Barboza is actually what his... Oh, wait. There's going to be a featherweight. Yeah, Edson's back at featherweight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Featherweight. He was at 155 for a bit, dropped down to 145, 45 right? is his new class because he felt like his... Chances of winning the title there are done, you know. So. It's gonna be a great fight, honestly. Just as for a fact that it's gonna be a heavy kickboxing fight, someone's gonna get put to sleep. I think I if think, not, it's uh, gonna be a very competitive three round fight. Well, Sadiq, not that long ago, uh, once again, kind of got exposed. Yeah, uh, with Feely, you know, went into deep waters and was oh shit, you know, I'm fighting a guy mm-hmm. who's tough as shit and his his cardio's there and you know tri- like he can handle the and pressure Sadiq, with these big guys dude i think when they have to cut a lot of weight those muscles really slow them down you know like yeah it takes like they we hear it all the time it takes a lot of oxygen to keep those those muscles nice and healthy you know mm. so i think that's why those guys gas out don't get me wrong sadiq is one hell of a fighter i i sure. i favor him in this fight but like you said, we we've seen a guy get exposed, and yeah. Edson is no bitch, you know. Without so. a doubt, and you can't really like put that to shame too, because I mean, like you want to sit, not a bitch. But you want to stand there and 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 trade with Edson? Hell no! Nah. Look at what, what Dan Ige had to do to win. Yeah, the fight. exactly. And, and that was a questionable win. So I don't know. I I wouldn't count Edson out. Is all I'm saying. But I, I'm still gonna ride with Sadiq for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. And then all right, so let's go to another one. It's gonna be Benil Daryush. Versus Charles Oliveira hey, for a fight night. People were talking shit on me, but look it, you know, it's just. You oh, know, you said that, huh? That's the one that you predicted right there? Mm-hmm. You're right, bro. That's right. That's a great prediction, dude. When you brought that fight up, too, I was like, that's a great matchup for him for the fact that Charles Oliveira is the guy that's coming up, really needs a couple good fights or a couple good names, too, to like make his run more credible, I feel. You know, like he, if he has, he has everything it takes. I just need to see him against someone that's good. But same thing said for Benil Daryush. He's coming off a couple good wins. And like he had that loss against Barbosa, which like really put him back. But now coming back up, this is a great chance to like bring both names up. And it's going to be a hell of a fight because they're both good at pretty similar things. Yeah, I think uh, Oliveira being the cleaner at um, really everything, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's going to be a pretty say, yeah, sizable sure. favorite. And yeah. so I, I hate to see who loses. In this fight, because I like both guys yeah. so much, but um, on a personal level, I like uh, Darius more. Darius, just yeah. his personality just sticks out more. And unfortunately, you know, uh, Charles don't speak English, so it's kind of hard to connect with him. And you know, these fucking shit translators don't always say what they mean, what they what they say. You know, so it's kind of like, ah, uh, and it sucks because you want to connect with this guy, you know, but it's, mm. it's you know, 
It's just like, yeah, of course. You and lose he has something fans. Right it's there. just like another Aldo thing, you know? Yeah, Aldo, exactly. People don't connect with him on a personal level because they don't really. Yeah, when, you know? when you're watching the post fight press but conference, you love, really, you're like disconnected a bit because you like, love Fuck. to see them fight, you know? Yeah, because so. just the skill. But if you were there with that extra little component, you know, like well, Neymar even sometimes would try to speak English, you well, know? Look That's at um, uh, Figueiredo. I've seen videos that he's learning, trying to learn English. Smart. So, I mean, he knows, like, he probably has a guy behind him, like, hey, you know what? You want to be likable, and you're in a division that's kind of struggling to yeah. to stay alive, you know? If you want to be that guy. And now he has this fight coming up with Cody. Which is great. It's great a for him. perfect time for him to learn a little English to talk shit, at least. You know? And, uh, of course, there's going to be that translation still. But if he's able to say, you know, Cody, like, I, that video I've seen, he's like, Cody, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that Benil and uh, Charles fight—that's that's gonna be uh, that's yeah. gonna be one hell of a fight, it's dude. Gonna be a hell I, of I a think fight, I, man. I I think I'd pick uh, Charles over that for sure. I'm but, like super excited for that one, honestly. Um, another man. fight, real quick, is uh, Kobe versus yeah. Tyron Woodley. Oh my God! Thank God this is finally happening. I'll be waiting for this to happen. Um, Kobe did a great job of waiting for this point of Tyron's career to fight him, just because of the fact that. This is probably the weakest of Tyron's look, just off coming off that fight skid. He hasn't lost to no bitches. I mean, he lost to Kamaro and then Gilbert pretty decisively to both of them. Uh, but into this fight, man, I got... Personally, I think I might have Kobe just because I, I think Kobe's a hell of a fighter. Fucking killer still. And, like, Woodley, I, I, I don't... I'm not... I'm not fully convinced into this. You know, like, I really don't want to pick. I just think that Kobe's going to have the slight edge. But I like Woodley in this. Honestly, I think uh, he has a lot of chance to come back and do good. I think I, I think I might take Woodley on this, dude. Oh. I think, yeah, he, I think I think Woodley might knock him out. I'm not mad at that. I think he has everything it takes. I think, uh, yeah, I think people are forgetting Woodley's skill, you know. and The skill set, too, is what, what the difference is, you know. Yeah, I think people are really questioning. I don't think... Uh, or forgetting about Tyron, I don't think Kobe has that same wrestling and power to keep um, Tyron against the uh, the pay or like the a cage Kamaru and, or yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Gil- even Gil- Gilbert was big. I to, don't think, uh, and I don't think his his striking is dangerous. Yeah. It, he has he just sets a pace and he breaks yeah. fighters. That's what I that's what I will give Kobe is that he breaks fighters because he sets such a fast and heavy pace and he's on your ass that. He breaks you down, you know. He doesn't have a shot that's gonna sit you down, you know. Um, so one fight that really had me really choosing Tyrant was uh, that RDA fight. Is that RDA versus um, Kobe? There he left a lot of spots where Kobe left his 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 uh, chin open. Yeah, and even in the in the Kamaru fight, even though that was just a pure stand up fight, there was a lot of spots where he left himself open. And you you know Tyrone likes to blitz, you know. So yes. I feel like he can he can you know what? blitz and land and and uh, and this is only three or is this a headline or or is this a three round um, fight? Because if this is three rounds, dude, that's that's even more dangerous than um, from right here. I can't really. I, I can't see, see that being a uh, any less than a co-main, you know. So it's either a co-main or it's a main event on September nineteenth. So. Yeah, honestly, I, that's the only thing I can think of too. Um, I'm assuming it is going to be a co-main though. 
Or sorry, I think it's going to be the main event because uh, Nico Price, Donald Taroni is also on that card. Yep. And I feel that like like that would be the uh, co-main event unless what, if they stack this card up. What are your What are your thoughts on that fight? I've, I've on Donald Taroni. Yeah, Nico. I've seen a lot of people talking. Fuck shit on it. Cerrone's a crazy ass guy for just taking all these fights and like, well, not taking all these fights, but well, yeah, honestly, some of the fights he takes is pretty crazy for what the amount of time he actually gets to prepare and like be ready for this. But this Nico fight, um, it's a weird ass matchup, but I like it. They're both good fighters. They uh like to bring the show. Nico has a really good chance in this, just being the bigger fighter, uh, but he's not the quickest, not the not the fastest, so. Cerrone has a good chance. I don't think it's too heavily favored on one side. This is going to be, for me, a pretty evenly contested fight. What do you think? So it, it's going to be a main event, Colby Covington and, and Woodley. Okay. Uh, so that on this card, yeah, so we uh, on this card we got, uh, well, it's not official, I guess, but uh, yeah. So Cerrone, I don't, I don't, kind of don't like that fight for, for, uh, for, for Donald. Just being that it's like you're fighting way, way, way down your again you know it's like you're taking on guys like he's not a guy like alexander hernandez where he's like brand new off the off the street type type shit but you're fighting like a guy that's you know you're i don't know i I just don't want to see donald get knocked out by a guy like nico price you know So so like what kind of fights would you like to see for a guy like donald now in his career you know like like what do you see for him I'm saying, um, like just big money fights, like a like a. I mean, a he's Pettis not on the. He's not on the. Yeah, I think he just should be fighting guys up in that echelon of fighters. Is Pettis? Um, you got maybe. I mean, he beat Jim Miller already, so you don't need to do that again. Um, I don't know, dude. I just. I don't know. I just don't like to see an older guy like that fight. Yeah, you know? especially. I a, think he. I don't know. I, see, I think I'm just tired of seeing him get knocked out. You know. Yeah, I, I, uh, oh, man, I really hope that he doesn't get put to sleep by it, Nico. If he could actually like get a win, because he's always had that like um that storyline of he's doing bad and then he comes back and then gets a good run. You know, like put this shit back together. Like when he fought out. I thought that was a bad fight for him to take. Like the Iakina fight, I was like, man, Iakina is fighting good right now. And just Cerrone, like he's been getting slapped lately or just having bad performances. So I was like, fuck. But then he actually knocked him out. Or not knocked him out, but he beat, beat him, him pretty fucking decisively. Knocked him down multiple times in the fight. Beat Alexander Hernandez too pretty fucking decisively. So I was like, damn, like he's actually doing really good. But, but yeah, like, I get what you mean though. Honestly, just because he's so old and like, I'm still riding with him. I think yeah. gonna, I think he's gonna win this. Oh, fight. you got you got him. Oh, on I still? think he's gonna win this fight. I just don't like to see him fight guys on this caliber. Mm-hmm. You know, so like just because of the fact that Nico is a big name. Yeah, I mean he's a name amongst fans because of what he what he does. You know, mm-hmm. but I just think, I mean, it, is Donald down that level or is Nico up that level? And I'm kind of siding with more Donald's. Fighting down, you know. Yeah, because Nico, I just think he's not high level. You know, he's a damn good fighter. Yeah, but with the striking, the skills itself. Do you mean or like? Yeah, technical, technical wise. Yeah, I think I could see that he kind of got exposed a little bit last fight with uh, Luke. Yeah, just even prior fights too. He's just like he just bangs it, he bangs it out, and yeah, that's what you love to see though. Honestly, oh yeah, I love I love seeing it, but you know. (laughs) 
All right, let's see. That's this. gonna be one hell of a fight, though. Exciting for sure. No, without a doubt, honestly. Um, the only other fight that I could think of that was made is the Robbie Lawler versus a uh, Neil Magny fight, which I think is gonna be pretty good. I got my boy Neil Magny though. Yeah, that's coming up because of um, uh, Jeff Neil was hospitalized. He had to um, get dialysis and stuff. I guess he almost died, dude. Oh, dude, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I guess he was hospitalized and and uh, his body almost failed because his kidneys almost were done, you know? So, you know, I'm praying for that guy. I guess he's back at home now. You know, he's doing good and, you know, hope to see him back in the cage probably. I wonder what happened, year. like, why he felt like that or, like, you know, like what it was or I what think, led it up to. You know, it. he walks around pretty big. You know, I don't want to say maybe the weight cuts do it, but I don't think it helps neither. That's true. You know, That's so very, very true. yourself of water, you know, and you're, and, he probably had bad kidneys and didn't know, you know, and when you do that and you deplete yourself of water and yeah, shit like that can happen. Uh, and he I, was getting ready to fight. So I could see that being, being a possibility that it was a, a weight cutting thing. But I have one last thing. The Davidson Figueredo and Cody Garbrandt thing. Like I know we've touched on this before, but fuck. Do you think like, I feel like this could be either really good for Cody or really bad for Cody. And then for Figueredo, I think this is a, I mean, if he wins, it's without a doubt. It's a big win right there because he gets a big name on his record and they'll bring him a lot of hype just because of Cody's coming off that big knockout against Sun Tso, And it'll really bring up his name. But like, I, he really doesn't deserve it. But then at the same time, I'm like, oh, you know what? They made that Perez versus uh, Moreno fight, which is great because that's like the two people we thought like, oh, they should be the next contenders. That's the clear cut number one contender. I hope that they put them on the same card. I think that's what it, uh, it's looking like so far. Yeah. Okay. Because if they do, then that'd be perfect timing. Like, oh, dude, if they make that fight at the same time, then you can see like the next guys that should be up, you know, like for sh- without a doubt, dude. I don't know. Did you say you have a Figueredo winning that oh, fight? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't, I, I, I've never liked Cody. I don't know why, dude. He just has a certain attitude on him. Dude. Yeah, I just like fuck that guy. He can't stand that shit. <laughs> I, I, his and he's kind of like, I mean, he's, I don't know. I just don't like him. His skill is but, decent, you know, but um, and he has decent and he has a hell of a fucking punch because he has some power. But um, yeah, I just don't like him, dude. Yeah, I think uh, I think Figueredo just dismantles him. Like to see that. Honestly, I could definitely see him breaking him down. Figueredo has been a great striker. I think it's going to be a good striking match. If it went down to the floor, I'd be very, very surprised. Yeah, so that's what it's looking like. All right, so uh, 255, UFC 255. We got Figgy taking on Garbrandt. As a, and we got uh, Shevchenko. As a main? Yeah. Crazy how huh? flyweight fight is the main fight. Because guess what the <laughs> co-main is? Another Fee flyweight way, fight. If, if another flyweight fight, but it's uh, Shevchenko versus Jennifer Maya. Crazy that Matt Maya's getting the shot. You know, fucking Calder would just fucked herself. You know, oh, but, yeah. But thank God, honestly, thank God we saw her get like put on the mat, like the mano. You know, and like we got to see Jennifer Maya win and like actually take her spot. Ariana Lipsky taking on the sister Shevchenko, Antonina. Ooh. Oh no, Antonina's gonna get destroyed. Ariana Lipsky looked really good her last fight. Lipsky looks good, dude. Mm. Good um, striking fight right here, I think. Uh, yeah, her striking was pretty damn good, but I think she she took uh, McKenzie Dern out with, or not McKenzie Dern, um, Luana Carolina with that uh, knee bar. Remember? Oh yeah, because she had her on her, and she went she went belly up with it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was, was a, disgusting. That was Her a, knee fucking. Oh, oh not sh- that one. Not not that one. Oh, that was a different girl. Wait, was it? Was that the, oh? Was that when she like got that girl and like bended her knee savage as fuck? Yeah, it yeah. was that oh, one. Oh that damn, she was nasty. Yeah, so Lipsky's a savage dude. Yeah, she's a fucking she's savage, pretty, and she's a cutie dude. She's yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she I think she's cutie. gonna she's gonna oh she's gonna destroy Antonina, and uh, sure enough, we got Brandon Moreno and Alex Perez on that same card. So fuck yeah. that's gonna be um. Like you know what we got to show out because the champs are on the, or yeah the champ and the mm. whack ass contenders on the on the main event. So we for show a out. You think they're gonna charge the same amount for this pay per view other than like? Oh, than dude, the it's the same price. Yeah, sixty four ninety nine. Fucking that's some bullshit. And then we got uh, Cody uh, or Corey Sanhagen taking on Marlon Marais. Same card? No, this is uh, oh. October tenth. Oh, dude, that one I'm super excited for that one because this is another big test for Corey. If you can beat marlon then man you're up there but if you can if you lose to marlon then this is gonna really put you back a couple steps you're gonna have to win like three four fights just to get back in top contention again and like marlon is not a bitch i think he's still a fucking killer i could see people i mean i see why he won the aldo fight like at the same time like i thought aldo won in the moment but i could see why they gave it to marlon just because he was landing and he was moving he just wears his shots so bad you this know? is a dangerous fight for Corey, dude for uh, sure I think I got Marlon. I think I got Ooh. him by KO or TKO. Yeah. That's the only way I could see him beating fucking Sandhagen just because he's I such a good striker. I think he can submit him too. Oh, even submission? I think he's just overall better fighter than, than Sandhagen. He's generally like a pretty mixed, like, just like bad, Sandhagen. This is a bad fight for him. Yeah, bro, if he could beat him though, then it would really put him back up oh, there. He's for like a. Sure. If you he know, beat Marlon? Yeah. I mean, anybody beats Marlon, they really look get at how there. they treated uh, Aldo off of a loss. You beat Marlon, dude. That's a good feather yeah. in your cap, dude. Very Marlon's, true. Like you say, he's not no bitch, dude. And yeah, motherfucker, he's gonna. Like I said, I think I got him by finish, but I th- think it's gonna be a knockout. Oh uh, yeah, well, like a head kick to where he stumbles and he just finishes him on the ground, like elbows, punches, or. But that dude, his switch kick is nasty. Oh my, it's so fast. It's too. so fast, so fast and fast. powerful. It's, <laughs> dude, and he has such snap to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, yeah, he's 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 and his boxing's pretty damn good too. Even yeah. though Sandhagen has that bouncy, he jerks around a lot. He has, a, you know, and he's good. He's good on the feet, you know. But that power. Yeah, it really sucks that we didn't get to see much out of Sanhagen against a really top top opponent last time in in oh, Sterling. You know, I was like, I'm just gonna fucking take yeah. you dry and choke you out, <laughs> fuck you up real quick, bro. Not even give you a chance to strike with me. Not didn't do land shit. a strike. Yep. Yeah, it was just too overwhelming. And like, that's the problem with uh, Marlon too. Is he's a bigger guy for that weight class, and and Sanhagen doesn't seem like a bigger guy. He seems much smaller frame. You know, not not as big as them. So I think he's gonna have trouble with that power, as you like you said. And the, I think, yeah, fuck. I would say that um, San Higgins' best chance would be maybe to get him on the floor or even just try to outstrike him. But then at the same time, it's like Marlon getting Marlon on the floor for long, and then also trying to outstrike Marlon is gonna be a dangerous task unless if he like takes him into deeper waters or really yeah. pushes that pace yeah, on yeah, him, yeah. you know? He has to just stay on the outside. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, mean, I feel like he has to really get more tired and, like, make him respect a couple big shots, but I haven't seen that power out of Cody's. Yeah, so you're right. It's going to be a tough night for him, man. Any last fights you want to talk about? 
Uh, we got so much time coming up, so hell yeah, we got, we're good. We'll hit that later. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Thank you, Fro. Thank you, Fro. Thank you, bro, <laughs> for being on with your Fro. I appreciate it, man. Right, Any then, last things you want to say? No, just uh, peace. Yeah, we, we got some. Yeah, peace out. We got some good fights coming up. Stay tuned. Have a great night, everybody.